0: MedsGo is an omnichannel pharmacy marketplace in the Philippines. They provide an online marketplace and have strategically placed inventory hubs around the country. Alex Goryainov is co founder at MedsGo. So, hello, Alex. Welcome to Startup Podcast PH. We're very happy to have you. Hey. Hi. Nice to be
1: here. Not open. I'm getting invited to the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Actually, MedsGo is a very, very, very exciting new startup in the Philippines. It's about medicines, it's about Go, it's about like, I'm helping the Filipino people get more access get easier access to medicines but I'll have you do the introduction Alex so ano ba ang Medsgo or what is Medsgo Alex Uh
1: so Medsgo is a platform which we are building here in the Philippines and the main goal of the platform is actually to make medicines more accessible more affordable for uh, Filipinos everywhere no matter uh, where they are somewhere in province they may be on the go or whatever so uh we are building an offline uh, chain so it's physical pharmacies and we have online platform we are launching up soon uh, so we want uh, to be able to cater to the needs of people everywhere.
0: Yes, I've done my research um, and then what I've found out there's also an online pharmacy marketplace like people, Filipino people anywhere can maybe buy uh, medicines or healthcare items online so I think this is a very long-awaited startup in the Philippines. I mean, many people have been imagining that. I mean, we do not have to line up in these pharmacies. Usually, the lines in the pharmacies take a very long time. And it's very convenient just in your house. Maybe you're sick, so you cannot go out. Or maybe you have some things to do. So it's actually very convenient if you can buy these things online. But Alex, how does this work? How does the online pharmacy marketplace work? So is it a marketplace where you're like, connecting the pharmacies to the customers? Yeah. Can you tell us how it works, basically?
1: Okay, so uh, there are several components to it. And uh, well, uh, the first thing I'd say that it's not only uh, like our online platform. If you go to Facebook and you chat with our web page, we have chatbot which allows you to order medicines uh, just by messaging. So uh, you can try it. But how it works uh, in general. So we have our own pharmacies. Right now, most of the medicines, they come from our own pharmacies because we are not yet actively promoting our platform to a third-party pharmacies. We have some third-party pharmacies which uh, already fulfill uh, some orders. But basically, uh, when you come to our platform, you can see and you will find the medicine you want to buy. You can see if you scroll down, you can see pharmacies in which it available. And you can select from which pharmacy you want to order it. So uh, we are connecting uh, people with third-party pharmacies, and uh, if it's not available in our third-party pharmacy, then uh, we uh, try to fulfill the order on our own. And basically what we do also, no matter where you come, you can come to our physical pharmacy, and if you want to buy something uh, which is not available at the pharmacy, you can leave a request uh, with us, and we will uh, try our best to find it. Because we have connections with all of the distributors, with all of the suppliers in the country. So if it's available in the country, then uh, we will get it.
0: Oh, now it makes sense. I think there are a lot of things to this. But basically, you're actually helping Filipino people get easier access to medicines. Some of these medicines, it's true, can be hard to find, especially like, for example, you live in some rural area or some a little bit outside of Metro Manila. even. It's not easy to find certain items certain medicines and this like so basically you like, what i understand there are two things here so first is the online pharmacy marketplace where it's connected to third-party pharmacies and their in-house pharmacies so basically you do it online there's a platform online second you connect the network of medicine distribution such that it's easier to get access to this item that are sometimes hard to find now i want to ask in the perspective of a customer in the perspective of a buyer for example me I want to buy this certain item. I mean, in how you design the platform, in how you design MedSco, in how you design the product, how did you think about the customer experience? I mean, usually when I go to a pharmacy, there are all the items there, and then there's a pharmacist I can add. So, do you also like do it this way, but online? So, can you just share your thoughts about that?
1: Yeah. So, how it works? Well, it's not uh, like Lazada, for example, or Shopee. Orders are fulfilled in uh, actual pharmacies, they are fulfilled by uh, pharmacists or by pharmacy assistants under supervision of pharmacists, We onboard on our platform only FDA-licensed pharmacists. So our requirement when the pharmacy wants to join uh, our platform, our uh, first requirement is, uh, do you have FDA license? If not, then, uh, sorry, come back when uh, you have it. Sometimes, what sometimes, what we allow, people come and say, okay, we applied for a license, we are waiting to get it. And we tell them, okay, then uh, we can give you some time. Uh, so. For example, we can give you like two months for uh, getting this license and uh, for these two months, you can be on our platform because we understand that sometimes things are going slow and uh, we don't want like to prohibit people if they're trying to do their best, we don't want to stop them. But if they uh, do not show us the license in two months, because uh, well, you can wait indefinitely for getting a license. So if they don't show it, then uh, we suspend their account. So all orders are fulfilled in pharmacies. And for medicines, we list only medicines which are registered by FDA. So we use uh, FDA database of registered medicines. And uh, we basically uh, bet all uh, the medicines which are listed on our platform. They are taken from uh, this uh, database.
0: Yeah, so uh, now I get it. Because usually, for example, I'm a buyer. I have this certain item, this certain medicine that I want to buy, and I have it for my doctor. And then I will go to a pharmacy. I will show what I want, and he will search his or her pharmacy, their stocks. If they have it, if they have it, I can buy it. If they don't have it, then I have to look in another pharmacy. But with the online marketplace, with the online platform, that's somehow they're connected. So I can search in a database if what I want to buy is there. And if it's there, I can actually like maybe start like the inventory of the different pharmacies. And then wherever it is available, I can buy it. And then maybe it can be delivered to me. So do you also have delivery in the platform? Is that right, Alex?
1: Yes. We have uh, standard delivery, which is for uh, most of the country. And uh, we have also express delivery, which is for Metro Manila right now. Express delivery, it's something around two hours. So yes, you can for delivery.
0: Yeah, so now it really makes sense. So you're actually making it easier for like in the inventory part, first for the convenience to buy online and second for the availability of the certain medicines that we want to buy. So now I've actually checked the Medsco website. So what's the range of medicines or supplies? You said that these are like FDA approved items, right? But can you give some examples or maybe what do some people usually buy in, in the platform? I mean, what are the items that can be bought in the platform, in the marketplace?
1: Well, uh, you can uh, find there every medicine you need, but right now I can say that because it was just recently, uh, the rainy season uh, isn't ended. So most of the items were like for uh, flu, for cold, for cough, fevers, that kind of items. So now also uh, antibiotics are, are quite popular, some other items, so. Basically, every medicine uh, you need, you can uh, find on our platform. Sometimes people are looking for a specific brand. We might not have uh, that specific brand, but basically on our platform, it's possible uh, to uh, find the generic alternative. uh, And and for people who come to our pharmacies, uh, because, you know, sometimes we encounter situations uh, and uh, we are actually trying to do because uh, we also care about our customers and that's what I'm trying to teach our pharmacists, pharmacy assistants, uh, that you should always think about customer. And for example, when customer comes to you and uh, this happens from time to time that people come and they want to buy like, for example, two tablets of branded antibiotics. And I tell them that, please explain to the customer that two tablets of branded antibiotics would do nothing to them because you need (laughs) uh, like two weeks course.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: see, it's, it's not two tablets. So I recommend them instead to buy generic and two weeks course because it will definitely have effect, and they might be even uh, able to save on that because generics cost less.
0: Yeah, uh, it's actually like a pharmacy. I mean, like your local drugstore. You can even ask the person there. But what's really amazing with what you're doing is it's like connecting all the pharmacies and making all those inventory available to anyone who might want to buy. A
1: bit more complex because that's what customers see. But what we're also doing, we are doing this because we have uh, two types of pharmacies, small pharmacies, which are like community pharmacies, and uh, larger pharmacies, which work as supply hubs and These supply hubs, uh, the medicines which are in these supply hubs, they can be uh, all third-party pharmacy. They can order from us and they can, uh, so for example, they do not need to go to Bambang and buy it from there. They can order it from Mm -hmm. us and probably they would get a better price because we are connecting directly. We do not have like a lot of middlemen between us and the importer or manufacturer. We are reaching out directly to manufacturers to get the best prices possible.
0: Uh, that's true that's true that's true actually yeah the supply chain of medicines is actually also a bit complex from the manufacturers and then even to the regulators and then to the middlemen and then to the pharmacies. Uh, the like the retailers yeah that's true that's true so there's actually a lot of things here that they're actually solving i mentioned like the convenience the inventory and even the supply chain now uh, i saw your post recently in linkedin <laughs> the sales of meds go is exponentially growing so Do you have some idea on... I just saw it just yesterday. So what do you think is happening? I mean, is it like the cost? Because of the cost that, I mean, you can bring down the cost or like the accessibility, the convenience for customers to buy medicines. I mean, what do you think is happening with Medsco? That's why you're getting like that increase in sales.
1: (laughs) And, you know, uh, throughout my experience, what I learned that... uh... If you want uh, customers to return to you you need to be consistent so the customers need to know they need to understand that when they will be coming to you they will be getting what they uh, need and no matter when they come so basically you need to make sure that you always have in stock what they need you need pay really close attention to it. And that's what we are doing with our employees. We basically, on a daily basis, we go with them through our inventory and we look uh, at what we have in stock and how much of it we have in stock and whether we should order already something to make sure that it will not be out of stock. So we try to keep eyes on that situation. Then now, of course, it's uh, how you treat customers. Because if you pay attention to what they need, if you like, Give them advice when they need. Uh, if you basically, you give them a promise when you start, and then if you keep up the promise, they uh, get back to you. You just need to make sure that you fulfill their expectations.
0: Yeah, that's true, and especially for medicines because medicine is something that some people really need. I mean, even for me, like there's a certain not really brand, but like the certain medicine that I have to buy, like for example, every two weeks, or for example, every month. And it really hurts if I cannot find it like in my local pharmacy. So I think that's also one of your edges, right? Like really making it consistent, as you said. Making like the inventory, the availability of the stocks consistently available for the customers. Because, for example, if I cannot find it in this pharmacy, I will try another pharmacy. And if they always have it, sometimes even if the price is a little bit higher, I'll choose this pharmacy. So I think that's also one key. Point here, right? The inventory management and better access to the whole supply chain, to the whole network, I think is you really have that edge compared with um some local pharmacies. And it's also important that
1: that kind of work which is invisible to the customers. So the customers don't see it. But it's actually a huge part of what we are doing. We are really focusing on it and we are really focusing our team on it. Because when we started uh well, the team didn't understand that we need to pay attention to this. And this is like a key to our success. But now they're getting it. And uh, yeah, we have progress.
0: Yeah, that's really true. That's really true. Now that I think about it, it's actually mind-blowing to think. I mean, it's almost simple. I mean, not that simple, of course, to do, to make it consistent. But the principle, I mean, the principle is kind of simple. But it's not easy for pharmacies. Or for other companies to really do it. So, but if you focus on doing that, I think that's how you keep that edge on the market. Now, can I ask you, Alex? I mean, how did this all start? I mean, this is a very, for me, revolutionary startup because the Filipino people have long been used to like buying in their local pharmacies, in local drugstores. I've always bought like in some drugs, Some lo- it's just a very small store. Like there's just a small counter and I just buy like a generic item or sometimes a certain item and then people are very used to that and sometimes in pharmacies that are like you have to line up and sometimes the lines can take like 30 minutes or sometimes even an hour and this is the first time uh not the first time but this is one of the newest startups in the philippines that's like doing this an omnichannel pharmacy marketplace so in the first place what made you do this how did you think about doing this how did it all start (laughs)
1: Okay. <laughs> well, actually, it's all uh, because of my personal experience. When I came here, I got bacterial infection in my eye, and uh, it was really severe because in the end I had to do surgery and uh, I had to cornea transplant. So I had to apply a lot of eye drops. The doctor prescribed me uh, to apply eye drops every 15 minutes for several different eye drops. Uh, and, uh, of course, they were ending quite quickly, and I had to buy these eye drops every several days. And for me, every several days, uh, that meant that I had to visit uh, like four or five pharmacies to buy all eye drops. And I was uh, like wondering, why is it so? How could it be so? Because in Russia, I was working in the pharmacy industry and I know how things work in Russia and we do not have that kind of problem. Or, well, at least it's not as severe as here. So I was wondering, why is it happening so? And uh, I started doing some research, started doing some analysis, and then uh, I saw like, yes, okay, there are some problems, but I know how to deal with these problems. And I know how to make it better. Why not to do it? Because that's definitely, you are solving problems for actually, we are solving, uh, we are helping not only customers, we are also helping uh, small independent pharmacies because we are giving them supply they need. We are helping a lot of manufacturers and the importers because we are helping them to get their products into the stores, into the pharmacies, into the customers. So we try to make it that everyone wins. And basically, there is a problem. I saw it, I encountered it myself, and I decided that it shouldn't be so.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, that's true what you said. You're helping, It's a win-win for both the customers. Of course, medicine is more accessible. And even for the smaller, usually like community pharmacies, because if they hold some certain items and then the other community, the other neighborhood or the other city, some person needs it there, they can buy from this pharmacy. So it's also like expanding the reach of the pharmacies through an online marketplace and through like this bigger network. But I'm curious Alex about yourself. I mean you've said that you've worked in the pharmacy industry in Russia, but like finding out about this problem and then turning and then like building a startup, I mean jumping into entrepreneurship. Maybe you have some business background, but like being a startup founder, it's not I mean you find a problem and then you become a startup founder. So what's that jump? I mean, can you share your like some of your thoughts about that? Because it's not easy to build this business. So what really made you do that jump?
1: <laughs> well, I'm quite old already. I have a lot of experience, so I can basically rely on my experience. And also, I tried to do something in Russia. I launched in Russia one of the largest specialized marketplaces. It was a specialized marketplace for health products, and it became one of the largest in the country. So I had uh, already some of the experience. For me, uh, actually, the huge jump was doing something in another country. Yes, in the country when so you come to the foreign country with different, uh, absolutely different regulation with everything different, and uh, you start building it here. That's really something which you need to seriously think about before you start doing it, because uh, that's kind of commitment. So I can't stop right now, and I can't go back to Russia, because I already quite invested here, and uh, I have team here. I have people who rely on me. I have suppliers, I have already uh, several pharmacies open, so uh, there's quite a lot, which depends on me, and I'm not going to back off.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. I mean, so you built a marketplace in Russia, and now you're bringing that experience, you're bringing that similar product here in the Philippines. But can I ask you, Alex, what brought you to the Philippines in the first place, and how do you find Philippines, right? I mean, you've been here for three years, right? So how do you find the Philippines? How do you find the Filipino people?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What brought me is uh, uh, I came here as a part of uh, Russian fintech group because at that time, and still now, uh, Philippines is a good place for fintech, so let's do something here. So uh, I came here as a part of Russian fintech group, and they actually hired me to launch e-commerce marketplace here, something like Lazada or Shopee. And we did launch it, but unfortunately, then, uh, all this situation with Ukraine started, and so they decided to focus only on the core business. So that's how uh, I arrived here. But, uh, well, speaking about the country, well, I think uh, the country, <laughs> I have one comment, one really serious comment. That, uh, <laughs> Metro Manila, it's the worst place in the country. The worst <laughs> place. Because if you go outside, even if you go like two-hour drive to Batangas, there are a lot of beautiful places. So you go outside, there are a lot of, really a lot of, you go to the islands uh, like Palawan. Uh, yeah, it's really it's really beautiful. The country is beautiful. The people are, are so friendly, but you need to complain more <laughs> when you don't do something. Yeah,
0: and I know that. Metro Manila is like, uh, the traffic is very bad and even the pollution is very bad. I actually even wonder, I mean, how did the logistics <laughs> companies <laughs> survive in Metro Manila? Because it would really be very costly for the riders, even... For example, in Mexico, like the item delivery, it can take a certain amount of cost because of the traffic jam costs, right? So actually, but you know, speaking
1: about delivery cost, I think it's on par with what we have in Russia. So uh, when I was starting here, I used as a benchmark, I I used like figures uh, that I had in Russia, and uh, here it's more or less on par. So there's not uh, not really, but for the community, for the people itself, because uh, actually you can't walk in metro manila the only place where yeah. you can uh, walk uh well, the, there are just limited places of so bgc probably but yeah, uh, yeah, if you cool. to walk in uh, manila itself then it's <laughs> uh it's yeah and i like to walk and uh, i did walk uh, along the edsa but <laughs> uh, it's not uh, something uh...
0: yeah that's true i mean I'll just share a few of my thoughts, right? I think BGC is one of the only walkable, really walkable like neighborhoods in Metro Manila. I mean, for example, Makati, it's walkable, but it's still not on par with BGC. And like Manila, is, it can be very bad. I used to live in Quezon City, in Cubao, and it's a bit walkable there, but it's still not that safe. It's not that clean. So actually, we now live outside Metro Manila. So some more and more mm-hmm. people are often like moving outside of like the Greater Metro Manila area, like in the south, Cavite and even Laguna and Batangas, and in the north is like Bulacan, Pampanga. So it's like people are also like spreading out because it's also easier now to like commute outside of Metro Manila. But yeah, that's true. That's a really big problem in Metro Manila. Anyway, um, going back to go Recently, you joined Founders Lunchpad, and actually. A few moments ago, uh, one hour or two hours ago, I interviewed Simon of Founders Lunchpad. So can you tell us about this journey? So from Russia, you built a similar marketplace and then you got into the Philippines to build an e-commerce platform and then you built Medsco, a new omnichannel pharmacy marketplace in the Philippines, and then you joined Founders Lunchpad. So how was the experience in the program and how did you know about the program and how was the demo day? So basically, can you tell us the story of you joining Founders Lunchpad?
1: Yeah, so uh how did I find them? Somewhere Facebook maybe or <laughs> internet maybe. So I saw something uh I don't remember exactly but it was the time when we were just starting up so uh, as uh, I mentioned we launched in the end of April beginning of May so it was basically just the start and uh, I was I think there is a group of startup PH or something uh, in Facebook and maybe I saw some kind of post there or something like that. So I decided to apply and well, while applying, there were some quite serious questionnaires, which they tried to assess your math skills, your like uh, leadership skills, uh, that kind of things. So I passed it and then we had a Zoom interview with them and the guys, well, they actually, I've had a good impression of uh, them because they are open, they're transparent, they tell you everything as it is, and they're quite easy to deal with them. So I like the guys, and for me, it was uh, like uh, I should try to go with them because I like what they're doing. I like how they're doing, and uh, I see that because they're really helpful. They're trying to be helpful. They We have a regular calls with them, and they ask, how can we help you? What else can we do for you? Please let us know. So that's really good, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why I would suggest everyone go to these guys because they're really trying to help you.
0: And during the demo day, I mean, what was your focus? I'm asking this because a few weeks ago, I interviewed JC of Item Count, another startup that's part of the cohort. And actually, you mentioned your partner for the POS side of MedsGo. He said that, well, sometimes some people think of the demo day as like a graduation day in an accelerator program. But he said that it's not a graduation day. It's like the start. It's, it's just you're showcasing your product. You're showcasing what you've learned in the program. And then the demo day is there to have more opportunities to be connected with a wider professional network, investors, and even a larger markets. So for you, what are your thoughts during the demo day? I mean, are you looking to fundraise? Are you looking to expand their markets? What's the direction basically you're making meds go ahead now? <laughs>
1: Well, uh, first of all, for demo day, because it's not only my opinion. I've heard it from, uh, several other, like VCs or, and other people that they said that it was something really cool. So everyone liked it because, uh, how it was organized, how it was done, uh, was uh, really uh, something fantastic. And that also my, was my feedback to founders launch, but that it's really good work. And for uh, the direction, of course, uh, the demo day is basically for any accelerator. The demo day is an opportunity to showcase what they have brought up, help to accelerate. And for most of the startups, it's way like to the next stage of fundraising. For us, I'm not so dependent on fundraising because we're already close to break even and we have online where I'm making profit one of our pharmacy already, so we are not really dependent on that. But it was, once again, it was a good option to showcase what we are doing. Uh, We got a lot of connections, so people are still reaching out after, even though it was uh, in September, people are still reaching out to us, like, oh, we are interested in what you are doing, let's meet, let's discuss. So uh, it's really a good thing.
0: Yeah, I mean med school is really a very, very interesting startup. What are doing? The Filipino people really need this kind of startup and this kind of access to medicines. Um I'm just curious, is this available now just in Metro Manila or in Luzon? I mean where One of you can order if you order you can order, yeah, from everywhere. Yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing. So this is really what the Filipino people need, especially like if you're like in the rural areas, um in some province, in some island because the philippines is an archipelago so sometimes it's a supply chain problem it's not that easy to transport medicines the healthcare items from island to island uh-huh, because of course you have to transport them like by boat or by ship and then so basically it's yeah yeah
1: regarding delivery across the country i think we cover uh, around 95% of the country and of course if it's some uh, like part which is hard to access then the delivery might take around a week
0: yeah it's understandable i mean come to think of it basically right now there's a lot of pharmacies like all over the country and what they're doing is basically like connecting the pharmacies to the people through the platform so i also imagine like how this works now for our final question so you built MedsGo as an omnichannel pharmacy marketplace but what really is like the bigger vision in all of this i mean of course you're still building MedsGo. So what do you really plan, like maybe in the farther future? So how do you see all of this? And then maybe just to wrap it up, how do you want Filipino people to know Medsco? I mean, how do you want people to know the brand, to know the name and to be part of their lives maybe? so. You know,
1: oh, yes, uh, I will answer your question. So, you know, right now, very strange situation for me, for example, that uh, for certain generic medicines, the markups are really so huge. And the industry, like someone told me that the industry is so competitive here, but uh, I do not see uh, a lot of competition here. So my idea, what I want to build with MedsGo, I want to be MedsGo an integral part of the market, which will influence the market and which will help by uh, using economies of scale, using all uh, uh, that we are building, which will help to drive prices down and which will help actually to make healthcare more accessible to people. And we are doing this because uh, that's right now we start with pharmacy, but also we plan to get doctors on board uh, in some way or another. We are uh, already starting some projects with uh, the doctors. So we want to connect doctors and we want actually to build because, you know, somewhere in province, there is a doctor who earns, I don't know, for example, 20K per month. And uh, it's, uh, good, uh, it's good for this province. But here in Metro Manila, doctors earn much more. And uh, this kind of disbalance, and just by opening opportunities and opening access, the same access to everyone, we will introduce balance. And it uh, overall will drive uh, the cost of healthcare down. And that's what we are trying to achieve.
0: Amazing, amazing. I'm actually going to go with what you're saying but- Thank you, Alex. I want to say that thank you, Alex, for doing this for the Philippines. (laughs) I mean, you're from Russia, but you doing this for the Philippines, for me, it's very heartwarming that someone wants to do this for the Philippines. Now I understand what you mean by making medicine accessible. Accessibility is not just like in the convenience to buy it online, but also in the prices. Uh, You said earlier something about the healthcare, the medicine market in the Philippines. True, I have to agree. I know that it's not like a free market. (laughs) I don't want to dwell too much, I don't want to give too much details, but it's true. Like some prices can be very notorious. I mean, because it's not a free market in the manufacturing part, in the supply part. If you will do your part, if Pedsco will do its part like as a marketplace to connect like this whole supply chain from the manufacturers, basically from the supply side to the demand side to the customers to the people all over the country in different countries. Having a smoother supply chain can actually bring the prices down because it will make the market more competitive and i mean a free market can sometimes help customers because of cheaper prices yeah so i really want to say thank you for wanting to do this for <laughs> the philippines and i hope a uh, great success for you in medsgo. i actually see for some reason sometimes you can see if a startup is like doing this just for profits for money but i can see in you i can see in meds that you really want to do this for the people so i want to say thank you <laughs> alex <laughs> <coughs> you know because uh... I had to do (laughs) transplantation.
1: For me, it's really personal. And I want to deal with that because it shouldn't be like that. And I imagine if I am a foreigner who have some money, if I encounter some problems here, then what can we say about people who live in province who do not have so
0: much money? True, true. That's very true. That's very true. So you really understand the problem. And thank you for helping the Filipino people. Uh, More power. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, before we end, so how can our listeners know more about MedsGo? So maybe you can lead them to the website where they can buy or where they can get access to medicines and maybe to social media channels or even to you. So maybe they can connect with you in LinkedIn or in in whatever channel. So feel free to share this with our listeners.
1: Yeah, you can find us on uh, medsgo.ph. That's our online website. Then you can find us uh, on Facebook. Just search for MedsGo. We have two separate pages for our pharmacy and one main page for online platform. And as I mentioned earlier, you can use chatbot to order. And uh, you can uh, connect uh, with me on uh, LinkedIn, of course, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. You can find me just uh, search for Metzgo or search for Alex Garayinov. And uh, you can find me. I'm always open to everyone.
0: Yeah, I also connect with you and I'll put those links below for our listeners to connect with you and to know more about Medsco. And maybe they want to try out Medsco. I personally will try. I haven't tried it, but I will try. I will purchase online. Uh, I will purchase through Medsco. So, uh, marami, marami salamat, Alex. What you're doing is very wonderful. What you're doing is extraordinary. And what you're doing will be very, very, very helpful to the Philippines and to the Filipino people. So, Marami salamat for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Salamat, bo.
2: Salamat for inviting Thank you very much to our 32 patrons. This episode is super powered by TechShake, Asia's most active Philippine based startup ecosystem builder, creating bridges with investors, corporations, and governments. One CFO, tech enabled CFO, bookkeeping and tax services for startups and SMEs. Take 5 Outdoors, the best guided outdoor adventure tour in the Philippines. They specialize in hiking and mountaineering trips. Benjoy's Food Products, the home of premium bacon ends, tapa and tocino. D Web3 microblogging app promoting freedom of speech and content ownership. Pinoy IP Works, capture your Startup's study proposition through patent and trademark protection. Packetworks, the leading enabler and only internet of things social enterprise in the Philippines. Looking for, buy and sell online with Zigurado sellers. And NutriCoach, the all-in-one productivity tool for dietitians and nutritionists. This episode is powered by Pareto Consulting, Altswitch, ePlayment, Tuala, and Hive Energy PH. Asknex PH Academy is our official e-learning partner. Get certifications on Linux Sigma, project management, data science, and many more. Support the podcast through the links in the description.